Amy at 50KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. And you can find your talk programs here from KFUO wherever you get your podcast or go to our website at KFUO.org. Hi, I'm Gary Duncan. This is the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our Moment in Scripture. And with me today, as always, for the Moment in Scripture segment, Matt Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. Hi, Matt. Hi, Gary. Thanks for having me on to talk about God's Word. Yeah, it's great to have you on, as always. And uh, our reading, well, we read to the end of Psalms. Now we finish that book. Yep, that's exactly right. A long book of the Bible. Uh, Not the longest word-wise. The longest word-wise is Jeremiah, but this uh, certainly is a long one, too. Uh, The book of Psalms has the most chapters of any other book of the Bible, 150 Psalms or chapters. And so we read through last week, Psalm 119 through Psalm 150. What would you like to focus on uh, from that reading? Sure. I think I'd like to focus primarily on the longest psalm. Uh, We're talking about long books of the Bible. The longest psalm, the longest chapter in the Bible is Psalm 119. It's it's a doozy, uh, but it's a really, really good one. So Psalm 119 talks about the Word of God. That's really the overarching theme of the psalm. So Just to share a few verses from that psalm that talk about the importance of God's word, how precious God's word is, and what God's word does in the life of not just the psalmist, but in the lives of us, God's people today. So beginning with just verse one, blessed are those whose way is blameless, who walk in the law of the Lord. Now the law or the Torah, we could perhaps even by extension say the the word of the Lord. Blessed are those who walk in the word of the Lord. And then verse 16, I will delight in your statutes. I will not forget your word. Uh, So speaking to the Lord, uh, I delight in your statutes. I won't forget your word. It's that precious, that important. Mm -hmm. Uh, Verse 28, uh, here's another example. My soul melts away for sorrow. Strengthen me according to your word. So during those times when our souls feel like they're melting, when times are tough, our prayer should be the same. Strengthen me according to your word. We go to God's word for strength. Uh, just just two more. Um, verse 57. The Lord is my portion. I promise to keep your words. That desire to keep the word of the Lord. Live it out in our lives. And then perhaps the most famous verse in Psalm 119 about God's word is verse 105, where it says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to to my path. There's even a song that, mm-hmm. that picks up on that same theme. Uh, so God's word is what lights our path, what lights our way. It informs how we live our lives, how we live out our identity as children of God who are, are bought by Jesus, uh, baptized into him. God's word then guides us. It's a lap to our feet, a light to our path. Another thing that's kind of interesting about Psalm 119 is the entire psalm is written as this acrostic poem, okay? And what that means is there's uh, 22 letters in the Hebrew alphabet. So the Old Testament, including the book of Psalms, originally written in Hebrew, the Hebrew language, 22 letters in that alphabet. And so uh, the whole Psalm has these eight-line stanzas. So it has 22 eight-line stanzas. And each of those eight lines in each stanza begins with a letter from the Hebrew alphabet. All right. So, uh, for instance, if, if this was in English, um, the first eight stand, the first eight verses basically would all begin with the letter 
A. The second eight verses would all begin with the letter B and then so on throughout the whole alphabet. So that's what this psalm does with the, the Hebrew alphabet, uh, letters like Alf, Bait, and Gimel, um, and it goes on and on and on. Uh, so it's kind of interesting. So in our English Bible, we, we really lose that, Gary, because it's in English. <laughs> we can't right. tell what the original uh, Hebrew letter was that, that the eight verses started with. Uh, but when you, if you get out a Hebrew Bible, then, wow, it's really apparent that, yeah, eight verses all be with that same letter uh, on down the line for 22 stanzas um, covering each letter of the Hebrew alphabet. So the writer of the psalm had to be pretty creative to be able to do that. Right. And and I'm looking at the Bible Gateway, and I see where you're talking about where it's got, you know, Alf and Beth and, and uh, Gimel and uh, uh, Deleth and so on. So so what you're saying in the original language, then each of those verses would start with that same letter? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, I'm glad you pointed that out. So a lot of English Bibles, including the one I have open on my desk here, it does that. It, so every eight verses, it basically says, gives you a heads up what Hebrew letters being used. Yeah. So you kind of know what's happening. But again, you don't really see how, how cool that is, really, how creative that is. Unless you open up your Hebrew Bible, right? Um, yeah, so that's that's pretty so neat. And we're, I, we're kind of missing yeah, something in the translation. Then that's exactly yeah. right. So you know, Lutheran pastors spend a lot of time learning Greek and Hebrew. I spent a whole lot of time learning it <laughs> in, in college and then at seminary too. It's not easy. Yeah. I mean, Hebrew. Uh, <laughs> you read it backwards compared to what we have in English, and a whole different alphabet, of course, too. Different sounds, different vowel markings. Uh, so it's it's a chore, but one that is well worth it so that as a pastor, you can be informed when it comes to those original languages of God's word. And I think this is one example. Like you said, it kind of gets lost in translation. But when you know that original Hebrew well, it just jumps out the page at you, that this is an acrostic poem and is written in a really neat way. You know, I'm looking at, uh, the, like I said, Bible Gateway, but it's using the NIV. And you read uh, Psalm 28. And uh, my uh, version of the Bible, it says, My soul is weary with sorrow. Strengthen me according to your word. Now, you've said something else there, that the translations to me, uh, it there seems to be the word weary, I think, seems a lot different than what you read in there at, at 28. Yeah. So my I, I, my soul melts away for sorrow. It's yeah. A, this is verse, weary. Verse 28. Yeah. My, my soul yeah. is weary with sorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, within English translations, there's, yeah, there there's some variations. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think that should worry people. You know, it's all God's word. Okay? Right, it's right. all, it's all good. Okay. But what I'm reading out of the, is the English standard version. Mm-hmm. I think I like and, melt away better. I think that, and, uh, that sounds yeah, better. The English standard version is a little closer to the original Greek and Hebrew than the new international version uh, for what that's worth. There's kind of a spectrum and on one end of the spectrum, it's sort of phrase for kind of main idea. The mm-hmm. other end of the spectrum is more word for word and closer to the original languages. The English Standard vi- Version, which many of our LCMS congregations, Lutheran congregations use, is pretty close to that original language. Um, so, yeah, I would I would kind of, if you're looking for something that goes pretty close to the Greek and Hebrew, the ESV is probably a pretty good bet. And that's what I like about Bible Gateway. I could choose a different uh, version of the Bible. There's 
There's it looks like I don't know 30, 40 of them there I could choose from or more. So isn't that pretty neat? Yeah, yeah. with a click of a button mm-hmm. where you can, if you have a cell phone, a smartphone, right. free apps where you can access you can flip back and forth any Bible yeah. version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty amazing. So and then that I think that all plays into the theme for. But I don't, I some, don't see Hebrew. <laughs> you don't, <see. laughs> which wouldn't help yeah. me anyway. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be that popular probably if it was on there, Gary. Okay. <laughs> But it, it all plays into, I think, the theme for Psalm 119 is yeah. the, the importance of God's word. And I think, too, the, the fact that that psalm is written as acrostic and ordered in that way sort of alludes to the fact that God's word orders life, that there's order when it comes to God's word. God's word orders, shapes our life. It truly is, as we said, a lamp to our feet, a light to our path. And most importantly, perhaps, it points us ahead to the one who's the word made flesh, Jesus Christ, our Savior, the word who who came in flesh and blood um, to to redeem us, to forgive us. And certainly uh, he is that ultimate light for our path and lamp for our feet as he lights our way as the one who is not only the word, but also, of course, the light of the world. Some neat insights here, I think, in the concluding Psalms of the book of Psalms, but especially in Psalm 119, that longest chapter, not only of the book of the Psalms, but also of the whole Bible. Right. So would you like to lead us in a prayer as we wrap up this segment? Yeah, I'd be happy to. I, I thought we could close, do something a little different uh, for the prayer. Use a psalm, uh, Psalm 150, the very last psalm. It's a psalm of praise, and maybe we can use that as a prayer. So okay. let's uh, let's pray. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his mighty deeds. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with trumpet sound. Praise him with lute and harp. Praise him with tambourine and dance. Praise him with strings and pipe. Praise him with sounding cymbals. Praise him with loud clashing cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much. What do we read next week? Glad you asked, Gary. So next week we are headed into the book of Proverbs, uh, chapters 1 through 9. Okay, sounds great. Well, thanks again for being on the program today. Yeah, thank you, Gary. We are AM850 KFUO in the St. Louis region. You can find us worldwide at KFUO.org.